0: How's it going, everybody? So I was thinking about doing a podcast because I was really feeling called the other day to talk about the poor Um, because I was like, it's rough out there. But I was like, what can I say that's new about this? Uh, What can I say that's different about this? Because like I've talked about the poor before, I've talked about a responsibility to reach out and help folks, but like I needed to find a way of talking about this thing um, in a different way. And so... I thought of my different way, and my different way is this. I'm gonna talk about the in, the enemy is in a me, right? So the enemy is in a me, like the enemy is inside of me. Uh, and that's what we're gonna to unpack today, it is kind of like what is this thing that we're fighting against and why uh, are we so worried about fighting everything that's out there? And why are we so little concerned about fighting what's going on in here? Because there's some stuff going on here that we need to really look at. and We're going to look at why systems, patterns, issues keep happening all over the place. All right. So first off, this is the enemies that you're easy to see. Right. So um, somebody, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying, I don't like the idea of enemy. I like the idea of opponent. Right. Because opponent uh, or opposition. Like, opposition is even better, because opposition cannot be a person. Opponent kind of personifies a thing. Uh, Opposition is just like a thing that you're working against, right? And I like the opposition language, because opposition is like, really, like, what's that concept? What's that idea? Not so person-based in what it's looking at, talking about the problems around this issue. This is the enemy you're aware of. This is the enemy that's obvious to you. Um, So when you think of enemy, you probably think of somebody else, right? Um, You see the enemy that is in a me in someone else really easily, right? So when we're looking at folks that are really like behind uh, President Trump, right? Like we're like, gosh, you're you're working against your own economic self-interest, right? Trump has not done anybody for really done anything like major for working class uh, blue collar white people like at all. Like, I don't know that anything that, like, the only thing you can maybe say is a stimulus thing, and that was bipartisan. That wasn't even, like, a Trump thing specifically. He said he was going to try to do all this tariff stuff that was supposed to help, like, the working class, but we didn't see those outcomes really happen, right? So we can really see the enemy that's in them in that one really simple because like we've got great examples of it. Uh, We can see that they're so angry and they're so upset and they're so mad. Like all they care about is hurting somebody else and they're really not like that interested in what they can do to help themselves. They're willing to hurt themselves to go hurt you, like that's how hurt they are, right? What is that anger that's in them that drives them to lash out, to like punch you at the cost of hurting themselves, right? We easily see that enemy in them in that situation and scenario. Uh, we can see within them this like anger and this hate that's in them and we notice That this anger and hate in them makes them want to go out and harm other folks, right? We can see the enemy in them because they want to go get them. They want to fight them. Like there was just a protest and people got stabbed, right? Like you can see like the enemy in them. uh, That's like that something that is a sense of opposition to us or against us or something that we want to be against as well. You can see all that stuff uh, in what they do. Uh, for us, it's easy to see that, they, that they're upset by all these things because then they're in this system of oppression that's built around classism and ideas of meritocracy that's holding them down, right? Like they think if they work hard enough, they're really going to be a billionaire. Like, you know what somebody said the other day? And I can't remember it. I have to look it up, but I'm going to give you a sense of what it is. They said like a million seconds was like 30 minutes. A billion seconds was like 30 years. That's the difference between a billion and a million And they think they're going to be like Jeff Bezos. They think they're going to be like uh, the Sandberg Facebook lady. Like, they think they're going to be Oprah. And like, dude, like, if you're just hauling rock, if you're just making refrigerators, if you're just, you know, fixing AC units, like, you're never going to get there. That is not a possibility billions is like ridiculous amount of money and he's not doing anything to help you get to that space he's not doing anything to help you get paid more an hour at all he's trying to get you to save money on your taxes which doesn't do anything about getting you paid more at your job like saving a little bit of taxes is nice but like it's not more income really it's just less income spent to the government and that dude doesn't pay taxes he's saying i'm gonna lower your taxes when he's not even trying to give you the deal he got. you see how we can see this enemy into them so easily? We can see it. We know it. We can see that system of oppression they're caught in. We get it. And we are like, you're so stupid. That's what we do. It's not easy uh, for them to see who's oppressing them. It's not easy for them to notice where are these issues coming from? Where are these problems coming from, right? The issue that's keeping them Hurt is like the rich person. The guy buying robots to make his car in the factory. Like automation is in, is the is the issue. Wealth, the consolidation of wealth in the 1% is the issue. But they can't see, they can, they're not getting their head around that stuff. The enemy is in them. Now let's let's talk about the enemy in them that we don't see or we don't want to look at. Um, well the first one is we notice their anger. We, we don't recognize their anger as potentially justified to a degree, right? And when I say justified, like, they've been taken advantage of for a really long time. They've been used for a really long time. And at least the people that use them, right, at least the people that taken advantage of them act like they like them. But what do we act like as their enemies, as their opponents? We call them stupid. We call them suckers. We say, oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, President Trump is, uh, he's, he's, like, taking your money to pay off his bad debt. He's taking his money to, like, fly around the world and do whatever he wants. You're so stupid. You're so stupid. Like, and we wonder why they don't join our team when we call them stupid and used and abused over and over again right? We don't get why they're so mad at us, but we treat them like trash. We have no sense of empathetic connection. We have no sense of understanding where they're coming from. And the other thing is, anger is not a primary emotion. Anger is a secondary emotion. There's a first emotion that always drives anger. So whenever somebody's mad and you see them uh, as opposition, we got to ask, why are you as mad as you are? And really, it's fear Like they're afraid. They feel like they're falling behind, and they are. And they're not falling behind because it's their fault. They're falling behind because the world is intending to leave certain people of certain income brackets, of certain jobs, behind on purpose. We get that they're being left behind on purpose because we too are being left behind. But we don't see that they don't get who the issue is and where the issue is coming from. So they're scared and they feel like their income's and is bringing less coming in. That income ain't get bringing what it used to come in. It's not helping them the way it used to. It wasn't helpful in the way that it used to be. It doesn't cover the same bills. Bills keep going up. Pay doesn't really expand too much. Cost of living goes going up like nobody's business. But nobody's really helping them, right? What else, is, what else is happening with that enemy in and them? They're feeling a sense of scarcity, right? They've had the same paycheck for the last 15 years, last 10 years. Maybe it's gone up 2 3%. And yeah, stuff's a little bit cheaper, but like bills keep going up. Power bill goes up, winter bill, um, power, water bill goes up, rent goes up, mortgage goes up, internet bill goes up. Cable bill goes up. Everything keeps going up. Everything keeps getting more expensive, except their paycheck, right? And they're, they're scared. Something needs to change. We need somebody strong and power to come make a difference. That's where they're at. That's that enemy within them that's making them violently thrash around. That sense of scarcity and that there's not enough and something needs to happen soon is deeply within them. And that would be a great area of connection, except we see them as the enemy. We see them as the opponent. And that becomes part of the problem. What we don't see so obvious is that they're in pain. We don't see the pain of their situation. We don't see the pain of the fact that they're called stupid. We don't see the pain of the fact that they're being used over and over again. We don't see the pain uh, in that human being that's making them so angry. We don't see the pain that's causing the fear. We don't see the pain of losing your car You know, like people's cars are getting repossessed. We're not seeing the pain of people getting kicked out of their homes. And that's about to happen in about two weeks because Congress isn't doing anything right now. We give a rationale for why they are the way they are that has nothing to do with what they're actually experiencing on the inside. Because let's be honest, you're not going to go out and protest and say, hey, I'm really scared right now. I need some help. Hey, I'm really angry because my paycheck's not going up. People out there are saying, "Hey, it feels like I'm paying more and more for less and less and my paycheck's been stuck for a long time, and paychecks have been stuck for a long time. Minimum wage hasn't raised in over 15 years. What kind of world do we live in when we still pay people $7 and a quarter for stuff when that would not buy rent in any space? The enemy, right? We, we give a rationale. We otherize them. We make them somebody that deserves their plight. When we think about the people that are our our opposition as our enemy, as our opponent. So that's the enemy in a bin, right? Now let's talk about the enemy in a me that makes things happen the way they do. So why are we our own worst enemy inclusive activists when it comes to doing something to make a difference for those that really need it? Well the first one is, is we think we know better. We think we're smarter. And like, because we think we know better, because we think we're smarter, we look down our noses at people that don't get it. We make fun of people because they're not woke. We shame them, we cancel them, when nobody's given them a chance to learn different. Now, if someone's had a chance to learn different, then repercussions maybe are in order. But if no one's taking the time to explain what's going on, you just wanna be better. That's it. You just wanna act like you know and they're stupid and they deserve it. And what is that? That's elitism. And that's not okay and that's that's not cool. That is the enemy in here that I'm working on too. Because I'm like, how could you not get it? You're so stupid. How can you believe in this guy? Right? That's the problem. Um, The other thing that we do is we shirk responsibility for taking care of people like they are our relations. Like, so the guy down the road from me with the Trump flag up, do I reach out for him like he is all my relations? How do I show that person They are my relations. How do I take responsibility for that person who's getting taken advantage of that I know, but I treat them like crap because I don't recognize the situation they're in, right? Like, I'm shirking my responsibility as an ancestor and not reaching out to that person. I'm shirking my responsibility as an ancestor when I see the homeless guy on the street and I don't do something, right? Like, I... Can give myself a great rationale about why I deserve a tall white chocolate mocha from Starbucks. But I can sure rationalize a way why I don't give five bucks to somebody on the street. That's the enemy enemy. Um, we blame other people for their situation and circumstances, which really, I mean, they have something to do with that, but it's not all their fault either. Like they've had the wool pulled over their eyes. People have gotten experts at communicating to them in their way and the way that they see and understand best about how is this is affecting us and how doing this thing's going to make a difference for somebody else. We see people as the bad guys. And not understanding the the ideas that live within the people are our opposition. It's the ideas that live within people that are our opposition. Conservatism. Colonialism. Right? The fact that, like, we're not looking out there in a way to get people, blue-collar people paid better. Like, white white folks paid better. Like, what are diversity activists doing to like reach out to try to get white people really truly on their team, seeing how we're all hurt by these things. Some stuff, not much stuff, easier to shame and blame than to take the time to really understand and explain. It's easier to shame and blame than it is to take the time to understand and really connect. That's a problem here. That's that's an enemy issue. That's my responsibility. Um, We correct, we forget that people are not ideas. We forget that people, that it's not racists that we're fighting, it's not classists that we're fighting, it's not misogynists that we're fighting, it's racism that we're fighting, it's sexism that we're fighting, it's classism that we're fighting. It's the notion of meritocracy that we're attempting to take on. We're fighting people when we need to be fighting ideas because when we fight the ideas and we fight them as fully and as as widely as possible, we get more people on our team and we have less enemies in general. That's the enemy in me that's making it so hard to get more people on my squad because I'm like, you're stupid. You don't get it. God, I just said defund the police. How come you're so stupid and you don't understand? This is awesome for you. Well, maybe I we haven't taken the time to explain what defund really does and what defund really looks like. What does a defunded police, what does an abolished police society look like? Have we taken the time to explain it? No, we say go read a book. We need to get good better at explaining what does this world look like and why should they want to be in this space and begin with. It's not easy for us to see that enemy within us. We're not willing to look at that, some of those things. We don't. We recognize the other people as the problem when really the opponent's in here too. The opposition is in here as well, right? We don't recognize that we hate other people. I've been doing some thinking about how much I hate those big trucks with those Trump flags, with the F your feelings thing on it. I hate them pretty bad, and that's my problem. I hate them and I wish bad upon them. And that's my fault because that's somebody that could have been on my team. But I'm not taking responsibility for my ancestor. I'm not taking responsibility for my relation to reach out to them, to connect them, to understand what's going on with them. What am I doing? I'm not willing to see that I'm unwilling to be patient with people, that I just blow them off that I'm like, you're just an uh, you're just a thing. You're just an it that I can't deal with right now. People aren't its. When you treat people like it's, you're othering people, and really, that's the thing that we're supposed to be against entirely, right? is othering folks, outgrouping people, allowing people to be it's. And not humans, because you can hate a human when it's an it, when they're an actual person and you look in their eyes, it's really hard to hate again because you see what's behind that first thought that makes it so hard to connect. And the other thing that's hard is we don't talk about this enemy within us. We don't talk about how we're impatient. We don't talk about how we're elite. We don't talk about how we shirk our responsibility for the humans around us. We don't talk about how we blame people and see them as enemies rather than just recognize they're clouded by these ideas of opposition. And what could we do to attack the ideas of opposition to help the person behind the thought? We don't talk about... Uh, People are not racists or classists. They're affected by racism and classism. And how can we fight that idea to bring that person on board better? We don't talk about how blaming and shaming is one of the worst things we could do if we're attempting to create a sense of human connection. You want someone to hate you? Blame and shame them for who they are or what they think or what they do. Who... Who... Would would you reach out to me if I just blamed and shamed you? I'm not trying to blame and shame you. I'm talking about a problem I'm struggling with. I'm talking about a problem maybe you're struggling with. And if you can see this enemy within, you might be able to be a little bit more whole. You might be able to be a little bit more happy because you're willing to really take on the fact that there's a problem and some type of issue happening here. Because it really, at the end of the day, the enemy in a me is my problem, is my responsibility. But the issue is, in society, I don't talk about how I struggle with a sense of worthiness on a day-to-day basis. I do. I worry uh, that I'm worth good things. I'm worried that uh, I'm as powerful as I hope I could be. Um, That there's parts of me that I don't love. And there's parts of me that I don't hate. We don't talk about these common human experiences very often, do we? We don't talk about that... um, There's something wrong in here sometimes, and there's some healing that needs to go on in here. And I sure could use the help of other people with some of this stuff. There's an enemy in here that I'm struggling against. How often do you talk about that? We don't talk about how we're ashamed of things. We don't talk about how we're ashamed of the fact that like, when we see someone on the side of the road, what do you do? You don't look at them. You don't make eye contact with them because it's easier to make them an it or it's easier to blame them for their situations and circumstances than to see the person that's in front of you. And I'm not saying you gotta give every person on the side of road money, but like you got more than enough and you're more than enough can save lives if you took the responsibility for the folks around you. So one of the things I do to help with my sense of shame is I attempt to donate 10% of my income to hunger, to Voting, like things that get people to vote for things that I think would make up a difference for folks, um, for uh, folks that are um, undocumented in the country, be them DACA, documented or undocumented at all. Like I try to give to those folks because I have resources to help with some of those things. We don't talk about when we work to try to help somebody and when we fail. Like think of when you're trying to explain something to somebody and how you blame them for not getting it. Maybe some of the responsibility falls to you because you could have explained it better in the first place. Maybe you got impatient when this thing happened. Maybe you yelled at them. Maybe you screamed at them. Maybe you said, how could you be so stupid? (laughs) Whose fault is that? Who lost the argument? Was it them? Or did you lose it in here to begin with? We don't talk about how we are in a constant place of internal struggle trying to figure out how to do the best we can, how to be an ethical human, how to take care of the folks around us. How do I recognize that I really, everybody out there is all my relations. And as an ancestor, they're all my responsibility. Everybody is this thing. Nobody's not included. And it's my responsibility to reach out and love on them better. If I'm gonna look at creator someday and really think if I've been doing my job right. So with the last thing that I wanna bring to you is recognize that we all have some internal struggle going on. I'm afraid sometimes, I get angry sometimes. I worry about if my paycheck's big enough. I got scarcity thinking. I am Dealing with self-worth issues all the time. I'm afraid good things will happen and that I can keep the good things going because I'm worth it Um, I got like stuff going on. I got blame going on. I got shame going on. I got uh, self-worth I've got that I don't own my ancestors enough happening I'm working through that stuff and if we could talk about this in a me in a me Like, what if we did that as social justice warriors? What if we did that as inclusive activists? We talked about how hard it is in here. And here, oh man, it's hard up here. A lot. You know how difficult here is, the space between these two years, and trying to get that right? It's hard. And sometimes I feel a lot by myself because of these things. But everybody feels like that. We're all human. We all struggle with this stuff. When someone can be strong enough to recognize that they do have these issues, opportunity happens. And remember, every human in their head is rational. So you can't see yourself as dealing with irrational people when in their head they believe themselves to be rational. Like, we don't know if we're rational. We have to check what we know against the knowing of other people to make sure we're correct. Because have you been wrong before? Yeah. Me too. Like way too often. So if we're willing to be wrong first, we're probably going to be right more often and also potentially easier to connect with other people if we take the time to understand. Um, we need to look at the enemy and our prince, our propensity to other folks. What, how do we outgroup people? How do you other folks? How do you push people into an opposition space. How do you make somebody into an enemy with your actions and what you do? How could you rid yourself of those actions that create those enemies? How can you find ways to reach out and make more friends? How can you set better boundaries so you're not abused by people? Because maybe the problem is not that they take advantage of you, that you don't set good boundaries. That's a me issue. That's an enemy problem. Like if you have good boundaries that you communicate with people and you let them know what they are, you know, if it's a yes with conditions, make sure you follow through on the needing those conditions to be met. That's an enemy problem. We gotta fight people and not ideas. We gotta remember that really the enemy is not out there. The enemy's not some other person. The enemy's not some other issue. The enemy is some idea that we're letting live by not confronting it better together. It's our own impatience. It's our own propensity to fight people like they're an idea. It's our failure to see the human that's struggling and suffering in front of us and to take the time to be like, why are you hurting so badly? Why are you stabbing people? Why are you hating me so much you were willing to hurt yourself? What's happening? Are you okay? Can I help? It's different, isn't it? But that's our responsibility. We forget that someone once long ago helped us understand these things with just oceans of patience. They were very gentle in helping us see these things. They answered all our questions. They didn't make fun of us. They didn't shame us. They didn't blame us. They helped us remember we were worthy enough to be with them too. Somebody was incredibly patient with you. And how do you sometimes reward that patience? With impatience, with hate, with othering, with animizing people. I know, weird word. We don't take the time to sit down. And just talk and get to know folks and understand who they are and what they're dealing with and part of the enemy that's in here is recognizing my responsibility to connect to the human to the soul across me that's my issue that's my problem when I want to wonder like what's gonna happen to poor people come to January 26th when a lot of people are gonna get evicted I got to look at the enemy in here that frankly isn't doing enough and could do a little bit more. And I tell you about this because I love you and I care about you, whoever's watching this 30 minute long thing. The enemy's not out there. It's in here. And it's your responsibility to heal this enemy within. And when you can start to heal this enemy within yourself, you can better start healing the enemy within other people because now you're a human and you're willing to connect. That is your responsibility. If we wanna change the world, we need to heal here first. And when we get healed here, we can heal out there better because we've done the work here to give it away there. So with that, Thank you for your time and attention. Uh, today we talked about the enemy enemy, how it's very easy to see the enemy in somebody else and how we minimize someone else. Uh, we, we don't see some of the things that are within them that are giving them good reasons to act the way that they do. We talked about the enemy within us that we don't like to look at, we don't like to own, and we talked about the things that we do that are against our self-interests. We work against our self-interest too. We talked about the why we don't see those things that work within us that that limit our ability to connect with other people because of our own self-interest, the shame, the hate, the impatience. Like these are the drivers, these are the things we have to heal in here to be able to help out there. And we talked about um, how we all have these issues and we all if we all talked about this stuff a little bit more, we'd be able to see the person, the human across us a little bit better and we would connect with the human across us a little bit better because we would be we would be being our full and genuine actual selves. So with that, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Um, if you this made you think of something, you can email me at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. That's I-N-C-L-U-S-I-V-E-A-C-T-I-V-I-S-M at cox.net. You can email me there. You can record a voicemail and send it to me, and I'll play it on the podcast, and we can talk to each other. Um, please rate and review and share the podcast with other people. Um, if you're seeing this on YouTube, like it, share it. If you're seeing this on um facebook share it like this he made you think something um i appreciate it uh because it's been hard like the enemy within me did not want a podcast right now because i'm exhausted but again when i thought about the poor and how bad things are for folks out there i was like what's the problem and then i was like the problem's in here and we've got a responsibility to heal our hearts and heal our souls and when we do that work We can be our real self more. We can connect with other beings more. We can help heal them better. And we can be in a space of dynamic opportunity. So with that, um, be well, be blessed, and I will be back at you in another couple weeks.